Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is an RNZ podcast. Kia ora. my name is Bruce Hopkins, and in this episode of The Long Way Home, I'm on the trail between Kirikiri and Whangarei. Follow me. Alright, walked around the rocks, along little bays, beaches, from Pai here to Homi Bay. And uh, there's going to be a track here somewhere that uh, will take me through to Opua, where we get the water taxi across to Waikari. Before starting the uh, Russell Forest. And uh, gotta say, this is um, probably, apart from the first day maybe up at Cape Rianga Tereringa Wairua, this is the first time I've felt like, oh, what a pleasant pleasant walk this is. <clears throat> Very interesting. Very few Kiwis seem to be aware that this is here and they can do sections of it. Don't have to do what I'm doing. A five month kind of slog. Get fit as you go. You can actually just plan yourself a couple of weeks at a time, a week at a time. See glorious sections of this glorious land. Let's get aware of what we've got folks. The second night at uh, Maunganui Bluff, got there, hot, just absolutely knackered, went down, had a swim, had a soak in the, in the Tasman, it was beautifully cold, came back, Ute pulls up, bloke hops out, asks us if we want a beer, so yep, for sure we want a beer, so then he offers some rum. So I have a rum. I don't, I'm not even a drinker of rum. Of course, keep bearing in mind, I've had eight crackers and a bit of cheese to eat through the day. That was it. No breakfast. Rum goes straight to the head. Another rum. Yeah. Oh, cool. Top it up. Top it up. Why don't you come and stay back at my, my, with my wife and myself? So I do. Don't really remember much after the car trip. Wake up the next morning feeling fine. I walked the beach 30 kilometres that day. And I also realised that I haven't got my ponamu. I'm not wearing my ponamu that my daughter had given me just before I left to come on the, the trail. I was like, oh man, what have I done with that? <clears throat> I get to uh, destination that day. Hook a teri, search through all my gear, no ponamu. Oh man, gutted. And I'd lost my trail notes and, and the uh, maps as well. So I get to Opua, uh, like a week later. What was this? Bruce, we, we know you now since uh, a few days. And uh, what we have uh, already known from you is that you keep losing your stuff. But um, <laughs> as we say, that the good people 
some things are coming back. Mark and Amber, you are like my Rataya Forest, Herikino Forest. But there's another thing you you've lost. What did you, what did you lose on the trail? I sold my soul. I didn't lose no. that. No, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> my panamu. Your panamu? No. Really? No. Are you serious? No. Someone found it. Ah. Oh. Oh, you serious? <laughs> and they, honestly, I had tears in my eyes. That was an incredibly emotional moment. It was just so bloody wonderful. It was just, it's the trail speaking again. <laughs> it, was, it was such a joyous occasion. Having just uh, helped light a fire reminds me when, I, when we lived in Russell, my best mate, we moved up there when I was about three from Stewart Island, I think, three, four. So I started school up there. My mate was Murray Tauri, boy, boy Tauri. And uh, we were inseparable. Boy and I used to steal cigarettes from our mum's purses as we got a little bit older, sort of eight, nine years old. And we'd go behind the fire station, which was next door to the house that we were renting. We we used to be down Matavi Bay for quite some time, but early on we were up in the house just behind the the old church. And there was a bank, a clay bank, and we'd sit there having our little puff on our cigarettes and light the dry grass and throw mud on it, stones and things on it to put it out. And uh, one day we didn't have enough mud and it got away on us, this fire. So we bolted, got out of there real quick smart, and uh, unfortunately for us, we got seen by someone had spotted two little buggers running from behind the fire station with this blaze taking off up the hill. And uh, the, suddenly there's the volunteer fire brigade, the siren going, and <laughs> the fire was at the fire station. And of course, having been seen, we were sprung, and the greatest punishment they could give us at that point in time was that we were not allowed to see each other, I think, for a week. <laughs> yeah, old Dawn Chorus. Here in the Russell Forest. Yeah. Just gonna shut up shop again. And then I went, went into bed last night. But definitely heard a kiwi. Only nuisance being my bloody airbed's got a leak. So I've spent the whole night uh, on the ground. Not the most comfortable way of sleeping in the forest. It's Saturday. Come through today from um, Mimi Fangata. So I got to Mimi Fangata, chatted with Barry Mills, the roadside stall holder. Fascinating dude. He says, Do you want to go and stay at a beautiful campground tonight? Turn up, school group. There's teachers. They're like trail angels. Here's some food we have left over. Very nice. And there was a bag of chicken. Eat some chicken. About an hour and a half later, two hours later, suddenly I said to Anouk and uh, Julie, oh man, 
Oh, I'm out of it. I feel whacked. Had my first session of throwing up. I came back down to where our tents were. Had to walk over to the beach side of the campground. Had my second session of throwing up. Four sessions altogether. And just rugged, rugged, rugged. Finally, I get up. After a few hours, the stomach cramps had been going on. I go up to the uh, compo- compostable, combustible, to- combust, compostable toilets. And... Um, with my little headlamp on, go into one of the units, and then I hear a voice, is that you, Bruce? And it was Julie. Yes, I'm, I'm the same. It's hit me. Strolling along Woolies Bay, and here's a bus, a house bus, pulled up at a, just the most idyllic spot, picnic table out, two people sitting out here, just enjoying the moment and the life. Can, I, can you introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'm Wayne Stead, and this is my wife, Carol. Hello, this is Carol. Carol, you're tetraplegic. Uh, there must have been pretty tough times, I imagine, leading well, up to this. We're still together, but we've converted the bus, and it's got uh, a hoist, so I can get in and out the bus up to the front or down to the back to the bed, so it's really good. This will be our last night here because... You can't stay here anymore because of the freedom camping thing. So oh. we'll have we'll have to up sticks and we'll have to go along there and stay a night and then come back here during the day. Even though you're a fully self-contained yep. unit. Yep. So yes, I think the locals didn't want people freedom camping and taking up all the grassy areas. So it's really interesting because that broaches a point. I do a bit of tour guiding and stuff, yep. and I'm seeing the. The way tourism was being led, it's just about numbers, numbers, numbers. Yep. So this is an example of how the negative impact some of this rampant tourism can be having on local yep. participation. Well, this is the only beach we can get onto round here because most of the beaches have got either a narrow uh, walkway or a chicane thing to get through. Or steps. Steps, yeah. and then you get down to the beach and there's a big drop because the tide's washed away the sand. So this is the only beach that I can get onto that we've come across around this area. Oh, nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Um, where are you guys going for lunch? Uh, we, we're heading to Ngungaru oh, yeah. t- eventually today, oh, a so it's off. a little way off yet. Yeah, you yeah. want a cup of tea or coffee before you go? This is a classic example of your what would be called trail angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heading across... The channel, James at the helm, magnificent. <laughs> wow. Let's go. Yet another one of the wonderful depths of experience that are already being had on the Tauroa Trail. Magnificent. Oh, and there's the dog to greet us. So this is Derek and Anne who live up a driveway off part of the roadway heading towards Patawa from Ngunguru. And they have put a sign, they've even been so bloody blatant as to put a sign on a post 
a poll down at the street saying trampers welcome for arrest and it's unbelievable came up here with four others today and we were treated to the most wonderful respite Anne and I are both retired now so um, we have a bit of spare time on our hands and um, we enjoy meeting people from other countries and this is an easy way to do it instead of having to go overseas we tend to pick a few things out of the garden and off the trees for a start because most of the trail walkers are hungry for vegetables. Um, but I also try not to buy my food with packaging. So um, I make most things from scratch. I buy food in bulk with my own containers. And so I make crackers and I make my own ice cream and my own bread and um, baking and uh, pretty much everything. <laughs> Honestly, the level of generosity is just magnificent i've i've it's it's quite a tearful thing i i oh man i'm gonna cry just talking about it again it's it's, it's the beauty the beauty of the human being it's so freaking wonderful sound of the Pacific Ocean, just north of Angarei Head, Bremhead. I have a mission in front of me that's a, I got a big haul to do, to get, oh here's a narrow bit, hopefully it's a shallow narrow bit. I don't want wet boots, I don't want wet boots. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I've got wet boots. I don't want wet boots, but I've got wet boots. Seven hours ahead of me, and it's after midday. <laughs> we can do this! Towards the end of Ocean Beach, a wave came in, and, it, and I, I sort of ducked up out of the way of this washer, the wave, because it was close to high tide, so I didn't want to get up in the soft sand. And then as the wave receded, I stepped back down. But my left leg, as I stepped back down where the wave had just been, just, it was like ice. It just slipped out from under me. I just fell forward onto my, onto my knuckles, and my pole, just the inside of my left shin, went right down the pole, just my full weight with my 18 kilo pack on my back and it was like holy crap that hurt but I got up and I had I had at least another five hours to go um, but I was just in agony I could, hardly, I could hardly walk once I got down off the mountain I could I was just it was limping so very unexpected turn of events The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. The executive producer is Tim Watkin. The engineer is Rangi Powick. Subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at iTunes or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories.
If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks Te Araroa, New Zealand's trail. Bruce is also on Twitter, at Bruce Hop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can offer him a bed, a meal, or a hot shower along the way. You can also email Bruce at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. While you're waiting for the next episode, head over to the podcast and series page on RNZ's website and check out our new five-part podcast series, The Lost. Every year, thousands of New Zealanders go missing. Most are found quickly, but some are never seen again. The Lost digs into some of those missing persons' cases and talks to the families about their quest for answers and the hole left by those who've disappeared. In part one, Robin Jensen tells producer Paloma Migoni she'll never give up hope of finding her daughter, Cursor. Next time in The Long Way Home, we'll hear from Bruce Hopkins as he assesses his injury and makes a bit of a tough call. Will he be able to continue on Te Araroa, New Zealand's trail? The Long Way Home. Whenua, whakapapa, whānau. Follow us.